There is a strange breeze tonight. Something about it off. You feel it as if it is charged along the back of your neck and betwixt the spaces of your fingers. The air smells different, deeper and with directions. Between the pollutions you can catch the scent of something red and wet and tasting of iron. Delicious. This all seems far too familiar to you. Far too familiar for something you never remember. The clouds part in the strange breeze, hanging there as if it was watching the unfolding night of carnage, the full moon. It is then that you change. And then the hunt begins. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Paranormal Hotline. Paranormal Hotline is your friendly weekly podcast where we explore the strange and unearthly and ask questions like, what am I doing in this field? Where are my clothes torn? And whose blood is this anyway? Also, why is that skeleton wearing jorts? I legally cannot provide straight answers to any of those. My name is Oshin, and I'm joined by my co-ghost, Katie. <laughs> Hello, Oshin. That was quite the monologue. <laughs> Hello. Oh, uh, you know, uh, I don't, inspiration strikes as if I'm a conduit. Um, <laughs> strikes like a silver bullet, you know? Uh, funnily enough, didn't actually say too much about silver bullets, if anything. I think a silver bullet will kill most things if you're shot with one. That's true. How are you? How has your week been? Pretty good. Pretty, is there any- yeah. Uh, pretty uneventful. Nope, just normal moons and stuff. Normal moons this time, yeah. Yep. I actually think it was a new moon during the week, so the opposite of a full moon. So uh, we're off the hook, or so we would think. What about what about you? Weird, weird week? Anything paranormal? I was in Bray with my girlfriend over the weekend. Have you ever been in Bray? Yeah, I've been to Bray. It has one of the most wonderfully bizarre while staying somewhat normal, so not really paranormal <laughs> things in the country going on. Have you seen Tudor McDonald's? Yes, I have. I know about it pretty I, well. Okay, <laughs> it's wonderful. I love yeah. it. I, I'll I'll put a picture into the Patreon because it was so wild. I had to take a picture. Yeah. To to our listeners who have not been <laughs> blessed. Long story, quite short. Uh, it's like a town marketplace that was con- commissioned in uh, 1879 by this fella called Reginald Brabazon. His dad was like Lord of a Manor, and he was like, "Oh, hey, I want to show some interest in the area." So he gets uh, this market house built and like at the time it was fashionable to build it in older styles so it was done in Tudor style. Nowadays, 2022, it's a McDonald's. The outside the and the inside. The glorious looking McDonald's. So that's that, you know, whatever. I got my chicken nuggets. I only got six in the box as is normal. I'm still holding out for seven. Someday I'll get the seven. Something that is quite interesting and actually is paranormal is werewolves. Sure is. There's my segue. <laughs> yep. You, you might have gotten the hint from the, the pros there and when we kind of explicitly said it. Werewolves are a huge subject. They have a lot going on from historical accounts and popular interpretations from across the world uh, throughout time. A lot of cultures have their own stories and spins on the whole werewolf thing. So I thought, oh, I'll narrow it down and do werewolves in Irish legend and folklore. Uh, but, you know, let, let's begin. Let's, let's define our terms. All right, let's go. I'm excited. What is a werewolf? The name werewolf comes from the old English words for man-wolf, which is more or less the full description of what a werewolf is. It's like uh, Ron Seal does exactly what it says on the tin. (laughs) Historically, there's accounts of people who can turn into a wolf, sometimes by their own will, sometimes it's a curse, or sometimes it's a sickness. That's referred to as lycanthropy, which is from Greek, and in Greek, lycanthrope means wolf-human. So nowadays, in a lot of kind of the adapted legends and, and media, Transformation is usually under a full moon, a full moon, but historically this is only sometimes the case. In some folklores, it could be the solstice and other such kind of important times of the year. Mm. 
And sometimes it could just be by will. Yeah, I like that. That by will is is cool. <laughs> There's not enough werewolf stories yeah. of people being able to change by will. Yeah, and, and that's where it kind of goes with some of the Irish ones I'll get into later. I assume the whole werewolves changing with the moon thing kind of goes with the whole, you know, lunatic aspect of it. You know, people going crazy with a full moon. Yes. Uh, that That's the whole... I suppose another side to it and it kind of there's this whole kind of question of is like lunatic is out for debate in and of itself yeah. but it's kind of like historically was this just a way of saying that yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Or, or was it like you know one thing being blamed on another because there is a whole sort of thing of you know is it a mental illness or was it was there actually like a, a disease or could have been like a rabies type situation yeah that was causing people to get outwardly very violent and I mean like it was very common in Irish folklore in particular to blame a lot of mental illness things on paranormal things like somebody could be crazy or eating dirt or something you'd rather say they're a werewolf than say they have a mental illness same with like uh, anybody who had a child who was born with a sickness they would say that if they were a a changeling changeling. so it was Mm. you know the fairies had taken the actual the real kid and swapped it with a changeling so that their real kid was out there somewhere with the fairies a bizarre sort of coping mechanism in like Irish folklore and and history of just blaming something else especially for touchy stuff like that it's always the fairies fault but even like to this day you always hear like people say oh don't mind him he's away with the fairies if somebody's acting like out (laughs) yeah or, or like you get like I suppose the nuclear option of that at all he was changed at birth <laughs> I haven't heard that one but I'm sure you've heard it quite often uh, mm. <laughs> there's an idea that some of the idea are roots of werewolves could have come from sort of a, a spiritual kind of Norse mythology side of things the whole sort of berserker thing so a madman in battle in a, in a trance in Old Norse the word for that person was uh, a berserker uh, which is thought to have meant uh, a bear shirt. Oh. So someone wearing a bear skin. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. One kind of direction of that is that it could have been a champion who had kind of earned the right to wear it. Yeah. Uh, or he was high ranking. Another is they'd be wearing this kind of person would be wearing uh, a bear skin and, and channeling the bear like, uh, like a spirit. Yeah. Uh, their spirit was like a, the bear spirit. There is another Norse word for a similar thing with wolves, which was the Ulfetnir. And they would wear wolf skins and kind of channel the, the, the wolf. An early story featuring man turns into wolf is an ancient Greek one featuring Lycon, the king of Arcadia. His name sounds a bit like Lycanthrope, which I'm not sure if that's where it comes from or if it's foreshadowing. Mm. It's all Greek to me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anyway, uh, one day Lycon, who I should point out at this point is a bit of a prick and a cruel man, was like, hmm, I wonder if Zeus is all-knowing. So he goes and he has Zeus over for dinner or what have you, which is regular king-god relations, you know. As you do. (laughs) Uh, As you do. um, That's how it was. Lycon puts his plan into action and serves Zeus the flesh of his own son, Nictimus. How are you pronouncing the name? Zeus? Zeus, yeah. Is it not just Zeus? Zeus. (laughs) Yeah. You're saying it kind of weird. <laughs> what am I saying? You're saying Zeus. I don't know. Maybe somebody can send us an email and say who's pronouncing this correctly. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's having, having a stroke like, or something. I'm having a whole identity crisis all my life. Zeus, not Zeus. 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 <laughs> we should not be stopping on this for so long. 
so he goes and he has Zeus over for dinner. Uh, Lycon puts his plan into action and serves Zeus the flesh of his own son, Nictimus. Oh, that little trickster. <laughs> yep, because he's like... Hmm, you couldn't think of anything else Zeus, that would trick this god and to think, you know, to see if he is all-knowing. If, if, if this Zeus is... Or if this Zeus is uh, omniscient, you know, he'll know I've roasted my own son. Jesus. Zeus, because he is omniscient, uh, he wasn't having any of it. So he transforms uh, Lycon into a, into a wolf, uh, kills all his children with lightning oh bolts. Oh my god. Uh, and then Nyctopus gets brought back. His son that was that he cooked? Yeah. Okay. Well, at least he's yeah. okay. Yep, yeah, at least he's okay. I assume it was like, it looked uh, like a roasted chicken on the table, like this, his son, and then he just yeah, pooped. I'm not sure. And then he was back maybe. to life. Uh, yeah, I'm not uh, Maybe. Because like, if he's roast up or do you like, you know, cut him up? Because that's a lot of like, was it like coming back that's involved. Or was like, it like a... <laughs> Roast chicken. At what, like, at what point does resurrection no longer? Or does he just, like, appear out of somewhere? Is there, like, hello? I assume Zeus can just do that. He can just bloop. Yeah. And he's back. Out of the mists, yeah. like. And then he zapped all the other kids as punishment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like 50 of them. Oh, my God. This man had 50 children? No wonder yeah. he was crazy. But that, that's one place that I read, anyway. Uh, that one's a parable, anyway. So don't be a dick, I think, was... was don't be a dick, or Zeus will turn you into a lesson. werewolf. Friends... If you're enjoying the podcast, you can help it out. We have a Patreon. That is a thing that you can do, and it helps us directly. A little goes a long way, and for the price of one coffee or a mediocre pint, you get access to our Discord. We are always chatting and posting additional spooky things and spooky memes. That's at patreon.com forward slash paranormal hotline. On that matter, I would like to say a huge hello, thank you, and welcome aboard to our newest patron, Roll. Paul? Raul. R- Roll? Roll. Raul? Zeus. Our newest pa- Zeus, <laughs> Zeus, our newest Patreon, Roll. You can also help us out for free by rating the podcast wherever you listen to it. It doesn't take long and it does go a long way to help. You can follow us on Spotify. That helps us and makes your life easier too. We're also on Twitter where you can follow for to stay up to date and see other spooky things that we post. That's at Paranormal HL. So back to Ireland. We don't have wolves in Ireland anymore because sometime in the past some visitors showed up and proceeded to exterminate them. Mm-hmm. Uh, something something bastard Cromwell. <laughs> wolves do feature quite a bit in Irish mythology and so does people shape-shifting into wolves. Off the bat, there's the Morrigan. Not really human into wolf thing because she's a goddess. I'd like to do a deep dive on her sometime. She's really cool so I'm going to throw her in here. That would be really cool. Yeah, the Morrigan is really cool. The Morgan, and we've talked about the Banshee a load. Morgan is kind of like the proto-Banshee. It evolves into the Banshee in later folklore. Uh, basically, she's a god that's all about battle, victory, and death all in one. Your victory, your enemy's death. Your death, your enemy's victory. She can be inspiring, but also an ill omen. Super, super cool. Uh, she normally sh- appeared shape-shifted as a crow or a raven, but she could turn into a wolf, and she did when she was fighting Ku Cullen. Unrelated to her, but still in the werewolf adjacent Irish mythology there was a creature called uh, Iratok who is just noted for being mysterious kind of a dark dark creature but it had three daughters who could shapeshift into wolves and human form every Samhain they would leave their lair in the cave of Krukon and go on a rampage killing sheep uh, and they were killed when Cos uh, Korok and Kielce Macronan teamed up Cos Korok lured them out by playing the music on the harp because they liked music so he was there shredding and he convinced them to turn into their human form and that's when uh, 
Kyle threw a spear that got them all in one go. Oh my god. Like, oh baby, a triple. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm just... Just because you said it there, you know what bothers mm-hmm. the life out of me? When you're watching what? an American show and they mount, they mention Samhain in it, and they pronounce it Samhain. Samhain. I was watching... Is that a, Halloween is that 2. Halloween 3? 2. Two. Oh my god. <laughs> Bothers the life out of me. And then there's like Trick or Treat as well where... I, I don't mind this as much because yeah. the main character's name is Sam. But his full name is yeah. Sa- Sam Hain and I'm like... It's Samhain! His name would not be pronounced yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> it just drives me crazy. That was a fun movie. I like that one. Yeah, I like that movie. It's pretty good. But yeah, Sam... I, I, every time it just immediately ruins the movie for me. I can't stop thinking yeah. about it. I'm like, no. I think, I think people should like... I understand spelling it the original way. Like, and but to if be you're going fair, to just like, say it wrong. The amount of things that I've read on this podcast from other cultures or other languages and completely butchered it, I really can't say that much, I suppose. Oh, no, I can't either. I butcher the Irish, even. <laughs> I butcher my own, my own you name. You just butchered Zeus Oisin. like two minutes ago. Yeah, I butchered Zeus. Yeah, Zeus, <laughs> Zeus is well Zeus is like a pretty common one to know as well. <laughs> Zeus. <laughs> Zeus. Sorry, I'll stop laughing at you. There is an old manuscript in Ireland called the Choir Annum or the fitness of names sort of where names from around the place and important names and figures who they are are written down one such name is Lionach Feilad the entry is as follows Lionach Feilad that is he was the man who used to shift into a Feilad i.e. wolf shapes he and his offspring after him used to go whenever they pleased into the shapes of wolves and after the custom of wolves killed the herds wherefore he was called Lionach Feilad for he was the first of them to go into a wolf shape. Mythological or real or rumour or otherwise, that's a pretty cool article to be writing back in the day. Yeah. I wouldn't be the first person to point out the similarity to the whole Berserker or Ulfetner Norse bit that I was on about earlier um, as warriors. I saw several claims online that they could be hired to fight for any king, but the king would have to pay with the flesh of newborn babies. Oh, oh never heard that before. <laughs> me neither I don't think you'd be winning any more battles with that Man, one what's with all the werewolf stories like it's just so many baby eating stories great nutrients <laughs> Jesus it's a very costly cost yes it's a very costly you know, cost especially if it's more than one baby you know divide them up and, and basically do the wolf thing and just be eating babies my god they, they are known now as the wolf men of Tipperary I read somewhere, <laughs> I saw that, I only saw one account of this, uh, so I, I, I'm i going to quote it because it was funny. I, I read somewhere that there was an encounter in in that area by two 15-year-old boys of a man with a bear-like head. Uh, when it noticed them, it said, don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> don't even fucking talk to me. He was just having a bad day. I mean, he could have been a wild man sort of thing, you know? Probably the most detailed account out there of Irish werewolves are the werewolves of Ossery. Back in early medieval times, you had the Kingdom of Ossery, which is sort of mostly where County Kilkenny and County Leash are now. Uh, and it kind of more or less just starts on the far side of the River Shore. The werewolves of Ossery were said to be descended from one Lionach Faelid, previously mentioned. His bloodline was said to give rise to the kings of Ossery. There is a reference in the Book of Ballymote where it refers to the descendants of the wolf ossery having the power to change themselves and go forth and devour people. There is accounts of werewolves in some three poems that describe men who can transform into wolves, but it's kind of like a projection thing in that they leave their human selves behind physically. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, so they're, yeah. they, have like they're, they leave their human bodies behind and... 
like they're 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 asleep or they're in a trance. Ah. And the 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 wolf heads out. And I've I've seen this kind of described sometimes as like a protector, you know, for for a family or or for for a, a community. Yeah. If they get hurt in wolf mode, their injuries show up on their human bodies. And if they catch prey, then the meat of their prey will appear in their mouths, their human mouths. What? It just like yeah. teleports to the human mouth or like transfers. Oh, no, that's weird. <laughs> I don't know exactly what what's going on there, like, but it, oh it's, man! Like, imagine if you're sitting next to your buddy who just looks like they're sleeping, and next minute they're just like <laughs> regurgitating a whole rabbit. <laughs> a whole deer comes through this <laughs> oh, first. Oh God! Oh, imagine how wide the mouth would need to stretch to. No. No, just in chunks. Just that in chunks. That is like some some nightmare sh- shit. Like. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's Cronenberg, eat your heart out. <laughs> the bodies would be left vulnerable when they were out wolfing around and their folks were warned not to move them as this could cause trouble for them trying to return to their human bodies. So if they couldn't, they have to like run back to the human body. So if they moved it, they wouldn't be able to find it, I assume? I think so. I think so. I think that's kind of it. Uh, there wasn't too many details on it. It, it kind of reminds me of the whole astral projection thing. Yeah, it sounds a lot like it. It's just a furry astral projecting and yeah, they become their persona. <laughs> yeah, that's it. One of the uh, those three accounts, the poems, uh, was describing the, these particular werewolves being the ones in Ossery. There's a link between the Fianna, so basically bands of lads out and about hunting and fighting yeah. in Old Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would kind of get paid for their services in the yeah, wintertime, I pretty sure they would like stay with whatever king or whatever was using their services and then in the, win- in the summertime they would go out and train in the wilderness basically yeah they were basically unlanded yeah uh, but it's before they, they'd settle a lot of the time the, these kind of these boyos would go out and they'd be off raiding there's links between them and wolves in a sort of literary sense oh uh, in kind of sort of the romantic writing of Ireland they get described it's kind of how they're described and what they get up to sort of like their ferocity it kind of is likened to wolves a lot of the time they get described as hunters yeah I suppose they would be kind of a, a little bit feral as well wouldn't they yeah so their hair a lot yeah. of the time is you know it's it's spiked and they could wear wolf skins as part of like either the style that was at or their like rituals that they were into a little bit, a little bit like dirtier lost boys <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it, yeah. The the ongoing. I would say uh, more vam- vicious, vampire, you know, like, war. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would I would say more vicious than the Lost Boys, but the Lost Boys are out like killing pirates and shits. So they're pretty badass. Oh, you meant you meant the Lost Boys like Peter Pan? Yeah. What did you think? I was I thinking the the vampire Lost Boys. Oh, right. No, 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 no. I meant like Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it exactly. Very yeah, that, different. <laughs> yeah, that that's actually a really good uh, description of the Fiona. I think when they were off doing raids, they were sometimes said to go wolfing. Uh, I think they could have been Ireland's earliest furries. Oh my god! Were they? What, so they were like literally running around raiding things, wearing like wolf skins, pretty much. Yeah? Some of them, yeah, yeah, Jesus. potentially. It's pretty badass. <laughs> they could be howling too, like you know. There's that whole aspect of it, you know, whooping and howling. You know, there is a 12th century account by Gerald of Wales, who was an archdeacon in the church in Topographica Hibernica, or the geography of Ireland. He tells a story of a priest traveling from Ulster to Meath who meets a wolf in some woods. He might have been lost in the woods. The wolf says, do not talk to me. I'm joking. Uh, He does not say, do not talk to me. The wolf (laughs) tells him not to be afraid and then talks about God. Jesus. I think that's when I would go, do not talk to me. (laughs) I think I'd probably listen to a wolf telling me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd have to, but like, I'd I'd just be completely blanking out the message and just... (laughs) 
kind of staring at the wolf. <laughs> the, yeah. So the priest is like, please don't hurt me. But also tell me what's going on. <laughs> the wolf goes, there are two of us, a man and a woman, natives of Ossery, who through the curse of one Natalis, Saint and Abbot, are compelled every seven years to put off the human form and depart from the dwellings of man. Quitting entirely the human form, we assume that of wolves. At the end of seven years, if they chance to survive, two others being substituted in their places, they return to their country and their former shape. What? So wait, now, wait. So every sorry. seven years they turn into a wolf? Yeah. For seven years? Yes. Oh my God. That would suck. I, They're not even like a werewolf. They're just wolf. This, this wolf has like the brain of a man still. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, sort of thing, speak, but he's still a wolf. Which is weird. We get into that. He goes on anyway. And now, she who is my partner in this visitation lies dangerously sick, not inspired by divine charity to give her the consolations of your priestly office. Uh, the priest helps out and he does the last rites on the sick she-wolf. Then the male wolf unzips or whatever her skin, wolf skin, and reveals an elderly woman to show the priest that he's not taking the piss and tricking him into the blasphemy of doing rites on a wolf. What? Um, yeah. <laughs> so she was, she died, well, he gave the last rites and then she died. Uh, no, she's still on the go, I think. But he unzipped her but fur dying. just to show. Yeah, the male wolf like unzips her fur and but, it's like so a person underneath. So they could just have done that at any stage. I think it has to do with the whole either dying or the last rites bit. Okay. Like the right. holiness. Yeah, 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 yeah. The priest gives communion. Uh, and then the male wolf leads him out of the woods tells him a bunch of prophecies about Ireland's future and like how the English are going to invade oh, oh uh, boy. and then the priest gets sent off to tell the Pope about what has just happened Jesus Christ what the Pope say I, I don't know what's the Pope doing <laughs> um, so that's bizarre yeah that's it's bizarre it's important to note here that they're like Christianized werewolves so like yeah. the PG-13 werewolf they're still human under it all like he was shown off when he finally did get like the blessing going on so it's, they still have like human brain so they're not going around and goring boys like they have to live like a wolf that's kind of messed up I feel like if, if I had if, a if, human if, brain right and the body of a yeah. wolf I could still build something <laughs> like a, some sort of structure <laughs> to house myself right like I'm not going to live oh, in a dirt they, hole just because I'm a wolf they had to depart the dwellings of men though yeah, but it's not the dwellings of a man, though, is it? Because it's built by a fucking wolf. <laughs> so it's a wolf dwelling. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Loopholes, come on. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, they got there. They like they were cursed from like their sinning. They sinned, or their community sinned, and like two of them had to become wolves. And then in seven years' time, two more are going to have to become wolves. Oh so yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's probably a warning as well. Uh, do you think it could have been some sort of like a ritual thing or a disease or like some magical transformation or what? Or nothing at all? I like to think it was a magical transformation. I think that's really cool. But I would say it's almost probably psychological. But psychology can do some really fucking weird shit to you. Like mm -hmm. it can change sure your can. body and your chemistry and it can do some weird stuff. So I would say psychologically probably I, I couldn't say in like a general sense but I was like I was thinking about it today I was like if you're talking about kind of where it started off with the whole sort of battle state it's probably a mixture of like some really whack mindsets that they had by today's standard yeah and then like what you're wearing and you're getting hyped up because you're like you believe this stuff yeah 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 and then not to mention whatever PTSD you have from every other battle you've ever fought because you're probably a veteran at that point yeah yeah 
I don't want to make light of it or anything, but when the moon is shining in through my window, I should probably like close the blind properly because normally I'm okay. I'm okay with if it's bright enough to go to sleep, but the moon is just like one of those things that I think it creeps me out a bit or something. Mm. Just the moonlight. That's fair. I find it difficult to sleep. I'd like to go looking in Ossery for like if there's any remnants or pointers like local folklores it'd be interesting to go around and ask some heads like if you've any personal ghost stories that you'd like us to read on the podcast send them in to us at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com or if you've any stories you'd like for us to cover send us an email and we'll get back to you well Katie that's all I have time for this week folks if you liked the podcast suggest us to your family and friends and we'd really appreciate that thank you for tuning in out there and we'll see you all next week bye Sloan.